What's up what to is- all the bodies? What Welcome to the Lena Unapologetic Podcast, entering into its second season, the year 2024. Good to see everybody. I haven't seen you since last year. Oh my God. How y'all doing? <laughs> did you did you really just do that? Did I just did that. I just, she just did that one. She I did that go hanging food ass joke. I <laughs> mean, like, up. I mean, like, literally. You were laying on the ground, she just picked it up and said, "Hey, look at look at the food I just picked." Uh, that's just, no, no, that was one of them one dollar food stamps from back in the day. It was still brown, and it was like, "Ooh, I think I can get some nihilators with that." Yeah, I wouldn't know uh, anything about that because I was busy using condiments. But anyway, oh, I'm, I'm so glad she put the mitts on there. You look, and I'm so glad that she publicly admitted it. Now I ain't got to feel guilty no more with the jokes. Let me introduce my co-host. To my right is Chief Rocker, Vice President of Blast Records. Blast he ain't. He ain't Vice President. Oh, I'm sorry, President. President. Let you know I'm rusty. <clears throat> to my right, Rocker, President. President of Glass Records, Glass Music 247. And down below us in our Brady Bunch box, we have D-Ray, the producer, responsible for the music that you're hearing right now, as well as in my intro. Later on, we're gonna have Corey McPherson joining us. And um, well, let's get to it, y'all. So. What, what, what exactly? I, I mean, I must have been living under a rock. What's been going on? Um, There's been a lot going on, but before we get into hot topics, I have a question to ask you guys. We must discuss the year 2023. I want both of you all to give both of you to give me a breakdown, not about politics or pop culture if you want to, but what about your 2023? Can you speak on really quick, good and bad, evil, crazy, sexy, nasty, whatever you liked about it. And my last question is for the year 2024, what is your big ass? I need to see and hear about your big ask. Now the big ask, and I got this from um, other podcasters, um, friends of mine, Brian Keith McNeil and his wife, um, Mrs. McNeil, they asked about the big ask. So what that means basically is in this year, what is the thing, no matter how impossible, no matter how broad, what do you want to happen in 2024? And um, I'm gonna start with you, Chief Rocca. Oh man! Okay. All right. So, am I doing the like twenty three? Yeah, because she did. She did ask a whole lot. <laughs> I was wondering. So I was wondering the, if we I'm needed somebody to, to take. Yeah. First, I am going back to the twenty twenty three. Okay, microwave it a little bit. You know, just just condense it a little bit. You know what? I I I enjoy twenty twenty three just because of the uh, you know things and the like people that I got to meet and like hang with and be with and that was brought in to blast and like all the new shows and all the new new everything. I'm I mean I am excited for 2024. No, I gotta put the work in, but I'm excited for like 2024 and uh I can't wait for us to do something in North Kakalaki. We're doing something soon in North Carolina. That's what's up, right. my neck of the woods. I love it. Right. Um, okay, D-Ray, let's hear it. Um, if I could sum up 2023, it would be the year of the pivot. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's more than just survival. 
2023 taught me that when stuff happens, you got to be able to pivot and keep going as opposed to stumbling, falling and stopping, you know? And yeah. so 2023 for me, year of the pivot, I don't have a big ask for 2024 because Eagles don't ask to hunt. We take. And at the end of the day, my big take, my big take is uh, for Blast to be nominated for something, to win something, for us to put together a successful tour, for us to win as a team, as a squad, as a pride. Um, oh, yeah. And we ain't asking. We taking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. I don't know if I see that as more of an eagle so much as I see a vulture or a pterodactyl, but I love your big ask. Ooh, that does not sound right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you're going to have to edit that out later. All right. So if I could sum up my year 2023, I'll put like this. Anybody who knows me knows that my 2023 compared to my 2022 were at opposite ends. My 2022, I always tell people I felt like I was somewhere between Jumanji and a Medea movie. It was that level of extreme of horrible. Wow. I lost my mother. And then the drama that ensued from greedy family members was just crazy. Um, I'll be honest with you. I was beginning to, that was the most hopeless I've ever felt in my 52 years on this planet. 2023 brought me this podcast, brought me my Arts and Science Council Fellowship. I'm excited. Salute. Um, What's up, Gemma? to be able to um, work with um, my dream team of Disney animator and, and screenwriter, executive producer crew. It's just been so many things. My daughter got a great job. My, It's too much. Let me just say my 2023, to sum it up, it was a year of abundance and lessons. Lastly, my big ask, um, I want to remain grateful and I want to, I want laser focus and to never forget to play chess. There, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now that we got the niceties out the way, let's get to the bullshit. You're gonna start this first bullshit here, right? Well, yeah. This is the first bullshit right here. This is the first bullshit right here. First bullshit. Yes, hot topics. Okay, so so for the uninitiated, you know that my children are present, so I can't call it what it actually is. But I need to know. I need to know why that's BS. That's what I need to know. Okay, put it back on the screen real quick for me, Chief Rocker. Nia Long awarded thirty-two thousand in child support from her ex-fiance. Okay, I'm gonna mess up this brother's name. Um, Ime Idoka. Ime Udoka. I'll work yeah, on yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> I was calling him Imama. Anyway, okay, let me leave that brother alone because he's going through it right now. Um, so after cheating on his wife, the lovely, the talented Nia Long, um, he's been a, he's been asked to pay her thirty two thousand in child support. They have one child together. I think he's a teenager. Uh, no, he's a little younger than that, but he's not a he's toddler. He's 12. He's 12 yeah. years old. Preteen, preteen, yeah. And um, now these are both rich people. Let's be clear about that. 
But what I want to ask y'all as fans of sports, is it enough? Because that brother just signed a deal for 28000 with his new team. Before that, with the Celtics, he was already worth like... Okay, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to pay attention to the figures because if it's 28,000 and he got to pay 32,000. 28 million. 28 million. I'm sorry. That's, that sounds like a Chris Rock joke. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm, I'm ready for this one. All right. Tag, tag me. My tag me. You I'm tag. All right. So, so, you know, we always see these, these like astronomical numbers and everything for like one month and then people are like, oh, well, you know, they don't make enough. My thing is my mama raised two nappy-headed kids on $50,000 a damn month. If you can't raise one, I mean, on, on like $50,000 a year. If you can't raise one on $32,000 a month, it is something fucking going on that's wrong, okay? I'm, I mean, it don't matter what no one makes unless this kid has the shit on a damn golden toilet. Thirty-two thousand dollars. Do that by year, okay? That is more than more than what half the people in this freaking country are making per year, and they're getting that on a monthly basis for one child. I, I dig it, but I'm 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 gonna hold my comment. I I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm okay, so 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 here's here's the thing, and I can't speak for Cheap Rocker, but. As someone who is a child support vet, um, I feel no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> because you're talking about someone, Nia Long is reported to be worth $9 million. Um, Her ex-fiance, baby daddy, signed a $28 million contract. Mm-hmm. Those are numbers that ain't got nothing to do with me. His child know. support... Rich people problems. Exactly. His child support equates to almost... A half a million dollars a year for the next six years. What does that have to do with me? Absolutely nothing. Nia Long is has a long and storied career. She will continue to be acting for a long time. Uh, her, let's see, what that, we'll go you back and read, read that, that later. We gotta read that later. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> her her baby daddy is is just got a new coaching gig. These ends, they, they're not going to have to worry about where the ends are coming from. So, I, I don't have an opinion. Hey, for me, he got off light, but because it could have been, it could have, it could have been far worse. But do I really care? Nope. You know what? I'm going to do us a favor. And all right, Corey McPherson in the house, soon to be joining us. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to keep it short because we got a lot of hot topics to get through. I'm actually going to agree with you, D-Ray and Rock. Um, on one hand, yes, um, he could pay more. He got off light. But I'm just going to sum it up like this. Rich people problems. Neither one of these people are hurting for this Like, You know, my parents were married to the day they died. And they sometimes struggle together, you know. Mm-hmm. But they made it happen. So it's not in me to really understand the hard check for, you know. Tough luck, brother. You know, Unless you're buying you this like twelve year old boy a house, you know, like right now, like his own five hundred thousand dollar crib, thirty two thousand dollars. I'm thinking, mm, okay, and I think Linda got a good old cartoon. Like, yeah, hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on your ass off. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, even if 
they were buying that boy a five hundred thousand dollar house. So what? Because <laughs> at the end, because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, one of the main arguments with child support is that is that money actually going, going towards to the, the child, child or is it going to keep up the the baby mom and she can use that as leverage for her vengeance? Well, that's another this, episode we're gonna talk in, about that in, in, in this in this in this particular case. I don't see Nia Long spending that boy's child support money. You know what I'm saying? And even if she did, so what? Uh, Nia Long can make make that on her own. So I don't know. I, yeah. They might have to make Friday Five. But moving um, on. Um, to the next topic. Well, then she really gonna have to to spend that child support money they make Friday Five. Well, 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 first of all, uh, your man Corey said that he needs to link. So if you can send Corey the link, chop ah. in. Okay. All right, I'll do that while we go on to the second topic. All right. Now, next topic who you have here, which I didn't know nothing about. She's gonna have to explain all of this. I guess there's something going on with you. Tasha K. Tasha K. Do you, you know about Tasha K? You have to explain to me what is happening with Tasha K. Okay. Uh, in my D-Ray voice for the uninitiated, um, Tasha I can't K. Have nothing a- original. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I can't have nothing original. That's your one. That's your one. <laughs> what you're K. not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I they can't have nothing them. original. <laughs> They got stolen a long time ago, bro. <laughs> that ain't yours no more. I mean, like, no, it ain't even. Hey, you know how they say it's for the streets? That's for the blast. Be your own people. Be your own people. Uh, for real. Makes sense. Okay, so Tasha K is a very popular podcaster. So she's, you know, making money. We trying to, well, I'm not trying to be like her. But let's just say this. What she makes to do a show like this um, is more than uh, Nia Long's baby daddy is paying out. However, that has not stopped her from getting sued, not once, not twice, but three times, three times a matey by starting off with Cardi B, who successfully sued her. She can't afford to pay all of it. But then she doubles down while she can't pay Cardi B. She gets into beef with Jada Pinkett Smith for slander about her, about uh, Will Smith and um, and um, what's his name? There we go. Will and Jada set to ruin Tasha against the, yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's a second one. And then last but not least, Kevin Hart is now suing her. Again, for slander. Um, and just to be clear, slander, libel, if it's written, it's libel. If you say it is slander, and the argument is, is Tasha K at fault for doing her job? Because technically, she's brought other people on her show, not unlike Shannon Sharp and um, Pat Williams. Yeah. Yeah. They express how they <laughs> felt, but they're coming after her. So I want to know, based on the description, do y'all think she is responsible? Because they're not coming after the guests, kind of, sort of, but they're really coming after her. And is she a dumbass? for constantly having this celebrity beef or is she a uh, evil genius because trust me somebody's watching oh yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a tag myself in this one first um right. 
I'm leaning towards the evil genius part. Um, because at the end of the day, her being a podcaster and her being a basic shock jock podcaster, she knows that her clicks go up every time there is something controversial said. Mm-hmm. She knows that she gets more views. The more views she gets, the more ad revenue she gets, the more money she gets. So she understands, and she also understands it's, it's really a gamble because at the end of the day, what those celebrities are suing her for, not so much as she didn't tell something that was accurate, but they just want her to shut up. And they know that she doesn't have the, the deep pockets for a prolonged legal battle, right? Mm-hmm. So if I sue you, if I know that your net worth is $5 million, and I sue you for $6 million. My job is not necessarily to ruin you. My job is to shut you up. Right? So... What's up, Mike? So, I'm leaning towards Mike. the evil genius. I'm even... Uh, almost like... I'm, I want to say she's more like a riverboat gambler. Because at some point, her luck is going to run out. I like but, that. I love but, that metaphor. But I want y'all... This is almost like an episode of the Boondocks where we say, pay attention because you're going to need this later. Pay attention to this situation when we get to the other situation because you're going to need this later. But I'm going to move on. <laughs> so so my my thing is um, if y'all see at the beginning of every single Blast produced podcast, we have a disclaimer. I don't know if she has that disclaimer, Saying that, hey, whatever said, you know, hey, it is what it is. Got nothing, nothing to do with blast. It's just the opinion of like someone else. I popped she, in. I have seen no such disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Zero fucks given. She knows exactly what she's doing, and uh, because she's seen shock jocks get paid millions of dollars from doing the same thing that she's doing on her podcast. She also knows that dirt sells, dirt, dirt and sex sells better than anything else. She's not gonna do the sex, so she's doing the dirt. Dirt will sell better than anything right. else. And just like D-Ray said, they don't want the money from her. They just want her to stop doing what, what she's doing. Now, I don't know if she's going to pivot to something else and and uh and come up with some sort of a disclaimer or either come up with like different uh different you know guests that are not doing all of that but uh, uh yeah i don't know if it's evil i don't know if it's whatever but i guarantee you though un- until she is forced to stop she's making some money from it ladies and gentlemen serious money from it. We're going to welcome corey mack to the show Frequently. what's up going what's going on corey? What's going on good people and my ram fam what's up Good to see hello, you, Mr. Hello, hello. You know, it's, it's good to be uh, looking in the mirror and see somebody looking back, smiling, and you know, I ain't got on no three piece laid up like this. I'm good. <laughs> I, I know that's right. I'm good. So, I'm good. I hate to throw you right into the lion's pit, but we're weighing in on Tasha K, the podcaster. I don't know if you heard any of that. Uh, is, that is that a no? I don't know what you're talking about, or it's a, no? Shit? It's just a single. It's just a single answer, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is, <laughs> dummy. 
I'll keep it simple. I'm starting out basic this year before I ramp things up. Dummy. Mm. Yeah. If, if you want to shock somebody, yeah. If you want to shock somebody, like D-Ray was talking about, had the money to back up what you're saying. You yeah. can't shock. You know, you can't stand in the water and plug the outlet in. Come on now, that don't make any sense. You're gonna electrocute yourself. So now you're just burning your own house down. You know, you know, Corey, what what. You- when you just said that, you know what it reminded me of? You remember that old Looney Tunes cartoon where Daffy Duck is going up against Bugs Bunny and he blows himself up and, and he says, Bugs Bunny goes, that was great, that was great. And Daffy's ghost is going up oh, to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, yeah, it's great, but I can only do it once. That's what oh, that reminds yeah. me of. Tasha K playing with water and trying to plug in something. You know what I mean? Sooner or later, your your luck is going to run out and you're going to run up on a real one. So let me ask y'all this. Hypothetically speaking, if Mm -hmm. I could bring some type of um, sneaky link that had the goods on, I don't know, name a celebrity that's um, Diddy and they could come on the show and we would get like all these views, like the Shannon Sharp interview. Do y'all think it would be worth it for the backlash that would come? No. Mm-mm. I agree. I just want to know what y'all thought. No, no. no, no. My yeah. vote is no. Nah, I don't want to do salacious news. You, yeah. you, you'd have a, you'd have a tougher time uh, pushing your brand after that because now you're you're falling into a category, you know, that yeah. is not likable right now. Cat yeah. Williams can do it because Cat Williams has had that track record of, of doing such things. You know, oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to talk product. about. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that though. Yeah, yeah, we gonna get into that in the second half. I, but okay, moving on to the next topic because we got so many more. Okay, what's up next? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you got something that you got going on here with you. <laughs> on and off, well, on and offset with Cardi B. You say? <laughs> yeah, Cardi B and Offset. So this is a quick one. Oh, that's my cartoon. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> I did all that shit like an hour ago. I was like, <laughs> you have an incredible mind, Lena. Yeah, I'm joking. That's fine. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Your comedic so, timing is genius. I, I, I did my best. I did my best. So here's the thing Cardi B recently went to Twitter, eyes full of tears, voice all shaky, and everything like, all I've done for you calling him every type of colorful metaphor you could think of, her husband Offset. And those of us who know even a little bit about this relationship knows know that Offset has been cheating on her the whole time. Consistently. So, right. So we all thought, this is it. She, she's done. And, you know, everybody kind of jumped on the Cardi B train like, hey, crap. We, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, get rid of him, girl. We behind you. Next thing you know, Right before New Year's, she's like, ah, I'm still in love with him. Um, y'all mind your business. And she gets on her fans. That's the thing that bothers me. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what do y'all think about that? Like the fans were behind her. And as soon as she gets back, she's like, we made up, whatever. Hold the hell right. out. Hold right. the hell out. If you want to get on the fans, stay your ass off of damn Twitter and stop putting your fans Max. in. You can't tell the fans to chill out after you done going out and dog somebody. It's the same thing as if your boy got a girl and you know that that 
and like your boy and that lady breaks up and he comes over and tells you every damn thing about her, you pissed off at her. Yep. Then they get back together and now she, she wondering why the hell you looking at her sideways and then he like, hey man, why you treating my girl that way? Because he done told us that you done treated them like shit. It's the same damn thing. It's her fans. Stay your ass off of Twitter. Y'all I like that. That'll be a t-shirt. Stay your ass off of Twitter. All right, Corey up next. Dummy. <laughs> That's the next t-shirt. I know, right? I'm telling you, right across the front, all caps. Mm. I'll make it happen. <laughs> you know, you know, three of us can relate to what I'm about to say. And and not so much as because Chief Rocker is not on the level. It's just that he grew up in a different area. Why do but... I feel like it's everybody who's got a penis? But go ahead. No, it's not no, that. I said not. I said <laughs> Chief Rocker was ex- <laughs> unless unless you got something you need to you reveal, Miss <laughs> Lena. You got a I mean, party going on that we don't know. I that. mean, I mean, I'm just saying because I clearly <laughs> said Chief Rocker. I mean, <laughs> clearly said. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, yeah, the spiky ratings, you need it right there. There, there it is, right there. Um, you know, better. No, going. no, no, no. But at the end of the day, you remember back in the day, we'd be sitting in Carolina, in Carolina Dining Hall, or no, ah. Kennedy Dining Hall, and we we see that toxic couple. We, we, you know, we ain't gonna name no names. We would see a toxic couple, you know, arguing, cussing each other out, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then two minutes later, they're getting snuck in the brown hall. I'm actually Come trying to meet somebody right now. Oh, I know, I know, I know two names already, but I can't tell nobody because you know I, yeah, I, like, do I like the way I live right now. Yeah, yeah, don't I do tell that. You what? Please I can don't. tell you what though. They walked around campus with a raccoon eye for a long time. <laughs> but check it out though. Check it out though. Raccoon, do you big <laughs> Do you know how long ago that was? That for yes. us, that was over thirty years ago. Over of that type of, of that type of ago. behavior, you get what I'm saying? It yep. comes a time where that kind of toxic watching gets old. But I could care less. Young yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about my age demographic. Why do we yeah. care? Why we do we don't. care? Not really. Because I mean, if she's gonna keep going back and forth with this dude. Can can either one of y'all produce some music that I actually like? Let's start oh, wow. there. Don't yeah. they get? Don't they get like paid from their views mean, on Twitter yep. also? Yeah, so if you come out and you say something crazy, and absolutely. You say something crazy, they still get paid for it. But at the risk absolutely. of your relationship, at the risk of your relationship, me are you serious? And I'm saying, and I'm saying, at the risk of their relationship, they're putting all this drama out. I would not do it. No, we wouldn't do it, but they would do it because they, they, both of them are going to still get money anytime they come out and say, you know what, I didn't do that. And then she say, I'm going to do that. That's a million plus something views by look, each of them. They're going to get a little something broken off. Right, and they, they can make more money on the rumor mill about their relationship than they can by what actually made them famous. Because they're how laughing many, about it together, that's cool, but look, I suspect that's not what happened. I think she's how really hearted. Look, how many times, okay, let me put it like this. I'm trying to figure out the way to write, phrase the right question the right way. How many times have you worried about a couple that had image stability? Hmm. Did Will and Jada, Will and Jada have had image stability? 
here they are, right? These two dummies, uh, same thing. When you have image stability, you don't hear nothing about them. So they, you know, their money's coming from, in 2024. Right. So you monetizing <laughs> yeah. that? Oh yeah, absolutely. The, oh, you're yeah. monetizing. You're monetizing on instability. Yep, you know, I think that is a lot of people relate to that. It's unfortunate a lot of people relate to that, so that's why they interact with that kind of nonsense and instabilities, right? And and to piggyback on that, just mm -hmm. to say that, that karma train is never late, too. Because yes, what sir. Cardi that sat up there and said that she used to drug and rob dudes oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. back in her yeah. stripper days, oh, yeah, so oh, yeah, she said it. I mean, Man. hey, it is what it is. My last well, word on it is only my close friends, and I'm not famous, but nobody needs to know about relationship. As far as everybody's concerned, I'm single, and we'll leave it at that. Um, all, 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 all I'm going to say is this. If somebody offered me a million dollars to tell all your business, <laughs> nigga, they're not, they're, they're not offering me enough because you fight dirty. Me? Okay. Um, no, no, y'all. On site, D. Ray. You can draw some. You can like draw some shit that I had a whole ass bunch of time. He did what? Damn. Oh, it's, oh it's it, early. It, it, it ain't even oh. February yet. Black History oh. Month. Well, yo, y'all. Yo, y'all. Yo. But, we but, at the bottom. But, 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 D. Ray, look, D. Ray grew a beard and got grumpy. Nah. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, He's bro. <laughs> hey, you have no idea, Corey. For real, for real. You have no idea. <laughs> So I am the mean old man. Go ahead, go ahead, Chief Rocker. <laughs> so we're at the bottom of the hour, and it's uh, you know time. Oh that, wow, is it that close already? You know, and it's time for that blast artist of the week, and to commemorate the shit and the bitchiness that is going on. Let's this week, go. We are dropping my boy from South Carolina. This is our oh. boy Kenneth Plahomes. And y'all know what time it is now. This Quick is, question. Yeah. Were we able to get Corey's music? We have to wait the next week that y'all get it up yeah, close? I don't, no. I don't, I don't oh, okay. have it. All right. I'll leave it alone. Okay. All right. All right. Is, next week. Next week. All right. How you okay. going to step on the man's intro, though? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love this song. Do it. Give, give me just a little bit more of a cheap you know what? how I feel about this jam. Need to be choke ass, mad and threaten me 
child support and Oh, hooking that, not nah, cooking that, got the turn cooking ass, looking at Oh, crazy ass, real lazy ass, shady ass, always trying to play me. Oh, hungry ass, lonely ass, bony ass, phony ass, corny ass. Oh, stripper ass, maybe wanna whip her ass, slap the hell up out of fat lip ass. Oh, goof ass. Big stupid ass, wanna ride home, you better troop it ass. Oh, cute ass, long as you on mute ass, take it home and make that pussy poop ass. Oh, real ass, make you wanna kill ass, make you pay your bill ass, trill ass. Oh, late ass, always trying to date ass, fucking out the gate ass, bait ass. Oh, luncheon ass. Snacking, munching ass, gotta show her ass at every function ass. Oh, busy ass, little dizzy ass, whole lot of whore up in the city ass. Oh, grimy ass, slimy ass, on the run, some police can't find me. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass, and your baby daddy is a punk ass. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass, and your baby daddy is a punk ass. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass, and your baby daddy is a punk ass. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass, and your baby daddy is a punk ass. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass, and your baby daddy is a punk ass. Oh, drunk ass, smelling like a skunk ass. That's our boy, Kenneth Mahomes, with uh, right. that iconic 2023 banger that we got. <laughs> he, he is the future sponsor of Bic Lighters. Inside joke. <laughs> yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. Inside joke. Say, Yo. Top five blast artists that are currently on the roster. Yes, um, Bitch is on it. I mean... I'm trying to think, and I always learn a new line. Old stankin' ass, <laughs> can't pay your rent, ass. Yeah, he just be going out. Oh, he just be going out. I was like, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what the macaroni ass? And your baby daddy is a. Punk. You want to say the line? Get that at school. I can't get that at school. <laughs> you want to say hey, the line? Hey, Corey, Corey, look at the look in the private chat of what I just said, and I meant that all of my all every fiber of my being. <laughs> What in the world? Move, oh, move man, on. Man. I feel you, bro. <laughs> move, 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 move. Say, well, oh, yeah. If you are an independent artist, content creator, or even a stand-up comedian, and you're ready to get your art out there, go to www.blastmusic247.com. Fill out a free profile, and let's get your art out to the community. Blastmusic247.com, changing the industry one artist at a time. By the way, I read the chat and you wrong for that. Oh, oh, look. When have you known me to lie? I mean that. Yeah. Look, it's Wu-Tang Triumph and then that. I would pay money to hear that, though. I would. But without further ado, before we get to the main item, 
We got a couple more I want to hit yep, before yep, we get yep. to old boy. We can do those All right. quickly. All right. So we're going to got some that, uh, once again, I didn't know nothing nothing about this. Okay. Hey, the dude got a fetish on Coretta Scott King. <laughs> got a fetish on Coretta Scott King. I knew nothing about this. You must explain more. Later. Okay. First of all, um, hold up. I got to do my impression really quick. Huh? Okay. All right. I'm done. All right. Jonathan <laughs> Majors. <laughs> I, I need to see it, see it but I think I already know what she did. You wrong for that, though. Huh? Me? You, no. you, 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 and why do you have to do your lip like that? See, I know what you're doing. That's just, oh, no. Who did this? Stop playing. <laughs> Wait a minute. MLK oh, birthday next God. week. What is wrong with y'all? Yeah. Stop. But this look, this look like a mess. Good though, bro. So I ain't no. even mad at it. A brand new demographic, Linda. You hit look, the brand new look, demographic. That looked like a in. West Charlotte club flyer. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do not. Oh, that's, 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 that's somebody. Look, that's that's somebody. That's somebody's thirty fifth. 35 year old retirement party flyer. That no, up. that's somebody's fiftieth class reunion. Oh no. Somebody, feels like she's saying, if you call me Coretta one more damn time. You don't put your hands off me. You uh, gotta doorman, Mr. Door, Mr. Doorman, can you get your hands off me? One more game. Right. Okay, so here, here's the breakdown real quick in case you all um, aren't aware. First, there was the white girl that he had like that um, brouhaha that he went to court with. He apparently told her that why can't she be more like Coretta Scott King? Okay, so that's the first time. Bad enough, it happened once, because if I'm a white woman and I'm dating you, do not compare me to a black woman. I'm just keeping it real. It's nothing against us, but anyway, moving on. So the second offense is when uh, he was doing an interview with somebody and they asked him what he thought of Megan Good and he compared her to Coretta Scott King. Two times means it's a fetish, sir. And I'm gonna need you to get therapy because that is weird. Okay, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but either you don't know any other black women of of substance and of, of, of note. Of, of note, thank you, perfect word, of note. Or, or you got a thing for MLK's woman, and I can hear him from the grave, like, keep my woman's name out your mouth, boy. I don't understand it. I, break it down. I, I, I'll understand it. What it sounds like to me, it sounds like someone who has a surface understanding of history. That that surface understanding of history is that Coretta Scott King was the quiet support for Dr. King that mm. held him down, that held down the house, that held down his whatever it was that he needed to accomplish his quote unquote dream. Coretta Scott King, even if that meant he had a couple of side whatevers Coretta was that whatever and I think that is a surface understanding of the importance of Coretta Scott King and it does her her legacy a disservice when when you use her like that yeah she was not quiet she was not docile uh she was a leader and she will let a naysayer know real quick you know what like, I mean so quiet support yeah. mm, absolutely yeah, you know what I, it also put? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I have no idea what he was thinking. You know, he could have, you know, taken it the other 
direction, meaning, you know, like classy and, and like everything else. He could have been that way. It's just hard for me to get inside a, a like person's mind without actually hearing the whole thing in context. Um, so, so you, you know, it, it could be good. It could be bad. It could be other way. I have no idea. But that making good picture, though. Making good looks good. Look, the, right. the, the the problem that I have with it is, and if I if I can borrow a D Ray's uh, part of D Ray's thing, is that the surface part. It think about this: if you dig this so deep that all the knowledge he might have had of Coretta Scott King was from an education system that failed him to elaborate on Coretta Scott King, that's mm-hmm. why he only has one point of reference for every black woman of of note that he you know seems to like or you know uh you know draws himself to he only has one point of reference and that's the that's a system-wide or the systemic whichever one you want to call it educational flaw because he doesn't know the fiery side of coretta scott king he doesn't know the advocate that that marched in the front you know and that didn't pull her punches and yelled in people's faces when there was injustice service he didn't know that he knew demure silent off to the side supporting the strength of her husband and she endured a lot more than people realize, you know. So that's a character flaw of the educational system. I mean, that's just coming from my perspective. So, you know, he's got this thing where I mean, I'm sure his wall is plastered with black and white. Coretta. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But Simming who else did he have exposure to? Given criminal minds now, when you say that, but yeah, you know, here's I, I know we got to move on, but. Um, I agree with you, Corey. I'm of two minds about it. On one hand, I feel like they gives him a bit of a scapegoat. Yeah, like the yeah. system failed him or he chose, we don't know. He might've just chose to ignore whatever. Um, I could say more, but that's another, we need to move on. I mean, you know, I I don't know. I think the secret's in the lips. It's something in the, the, the quiver. I don't know, but we can move on. We can move on. I'm done. That was my last one. Okay, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe he's using a lot of straws. Maybe he's using a lot of straws. Wait, 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 Corey. <laughs> the views and opinions of these unapologetic do not reflect those of Blast Media LLC, Soul Resurrection Music LLC, or any other thing that we are involved in. Thank you very much. I own it. I said it. I said it. Okay. All right. So, you're the only one, though, that was setting shit ablaze this week. So, this is gone because you know that we're going to spend more than like 15 minutes probably on this one. Oh yeah. Right. So we gotta get it is, in. <laughs> this is what happened with your boy Cat and Shay Shay. Or really it was just Cat on Shay Shay's show. Alright, and um Lena, you just go on and just 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 start this all off because this is this is crazy. Okay, uh let's see here. Um geez. Um I, I kind of put my cartoon up for reference real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This one. Want that one up? Or you want the other one up? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Why you? Call me. Say I wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You can wait, wait. First of all, you are a very talented artist. Bro. I'm saying this is why you could have gave Steve a sandwich. I mean, come on, man. You got him looking like a fighting Ethiopian. What's that all about? Listen, I did all these drawings in about an hour. Today. That boy's in the welterweight division with that body. Okay. I mean, for this real. One. You got a heavy head, though. Hold up. I have to read this one out loud, okay? I'm going to do my best Cat Williams impression. 
Hold on. Uh, y'all work with me. I'm not. I, I'm a cartoonist, not a voiceover actor. Shit talk, truth, Ricky smiling. Shit talk, shit talk, truth, Steve Harvey. Shit talk, truth, Kevin Hart. Shit talk, shit talk, Teddy the Entertainer. Shit talk, <laughs> shit talk, Tiffany Haddish. Shit talk, Harvey Weinstein. Truth, shit talk, truth, Wanda Smith. Truth, phase on love, that phase on love lie. Steve Harvey still ain't shit. Bernie Mac was the best. That is my Club Shay Shay interview because anybody who's watched it knows that that thing went the length of roots. <laughs> Can we agree yep, on that? If, if, if I may interject something for just one moment, please. Just one Wait moment. I love it. I love it. Just one moment. I would just allow myself just one moment to say something because I remember specifically <laughs> coming on this show uh, uh, in the last year of 2023 running a 4.340. <laughs> and then I remember the same show that I asked several people to come on with me, but they didn't have the audacity to tell me the proper time to come on. How dare they? You know Steve Harvey has the country talking accent. You know that. You all know that. And remember, I told y'all about the potatoes that they use in the McDonald's french fries. Corey, first of all, that's top tier. That's, you, that is, Williams. that's pretty damn good there, bro. That was actually pretty good, Corey. I'm not going to lie to you. Good, that yeah. was actually pretty good. <laughs> you did that. I'd had you be that from the beginning. Um, you need to change your name to a pimp named Corey Mack. <laughs> and you got to say the whole thing. Say it all together, like a tribe you call. Listen, now, nah, you can't say one part you of got, it. You can't. Oh, you got to say. Name Corey back. <laughs> That's my second t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Banana boy. God almighty. In the comments hey, section, that the 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 so that's inside at a gym. I want to yeah. see how long it took him to stop. That's what I want to yeah. see. Well, see, you got to understand that his 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 uh center of gravity is a lot lower than than the average person. So, you know, the aerodynamic and the gravitational pull of the Earth. He doesn't have that. He doesn't. He doesn't need that long to stop. You know, because he, he probably got air brakes. It's below sea level. He got air brakes in his ankles. I tell you what. We know you educated, I, right? Him and a him and a hamster will have a go. I'm telling you, him and a okay. hamster will have a I go. I wonder why he's looking down. I ran track, and it's I can tell you exactly why he looked down because if you ask me, I told you if I had the striped shoes on, I would have ran a sub 440. I read 93 books by the time I was two years old. That last I was part. accepted to the science academy when I was nine years old, and I didn't say because I didn't like anybody. Look, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He's he killing it, but let me tell you something. Because I know I'm going to go on a different tangent later, but anytime that I see Cat Williams, especially the running one, mm -hmm. I, I think back to when that little kid had him in the figure four leg lock in the hood go and ahead. basically oh, wow. was choking him. Basically, like, look, oh. 10, 11 year old kid like had, had, him, had him in the sleeper. And his security had to come over and get that kid off of him. Had him hemmed up. I can't take him serious. Anything athletic after that. 
when I saw that picture, all I want to hear was say was Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> pimp down, pimp down. Pimp in distress. Pimp in I am distress. a boy. So I am a boy, boy, boy Damon. Damon. I am a boy, Damon. I am a boy. Boy, that's my line. <laughs> that's my line. Okay, okay, real quick. My bad, my real bad, quick. My bad. Remember what I said about Tasha K, and I said, remember mm-hmm. this because you're going to need it. Here's the rest yeah. of that equation. Yeah. Why hadn't anyone that he named sued Cat Williams? They can't. You know why? Because you Back can't the sue the truth. Right. Back to fact. I mean, like, I have never seen. I mean the the, the receipts oh that the receipts that the public helped Cat Williams gather. The videos were, on Cedric was quicker than P yeah. Diddy settlement. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, look like literally fifteen long, minutes. Those receipts were longer than the ones at CVS. My goodness, for real, wow. for real, with the coupons, was killing, <laughs> killing. And like I said, he listen. I'm gonna tell you one last time when I talked about these facts. I just eviscerated everybody. And if you don't know what that word means, then you need to have another four years of college, my boy. Boy, boy. <laughs> boy, boy. You know, here's the thing. We could break down talking about Cat Williams in two yep. more shows because yep. that interview, in addition to the fact that it went on the length of a miniseries, he brought so much to it. So. I'm going to ask y'all some questions, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, starting with um, my first question. Do you think that if you, all three of y'all, were in that position and assuming that you had been the outsider in the comedic realm, as he, you know, suggests that he has been, would you have thrown folks under the bus? Is it worth the risk in your opinions? What say you gentlemen? If I'm, if I'm if I'm if I proceed, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you exactly why I probably would have had my hand under and drove the Greyhound because Bernie Mac said in a clip, "Don't you say your stuff around comedians, you won't work a lot." I saw that. In the story, in the story, you can always go and visit other comics. You know, you see stuff. You know, they, you know, Kevin Hart said one time he critiqued, you know, Chris Rock and all this other stuff. But if you use your good material around comics. They're going to borrow it. It don't matter how long it takes, says. It don't matter how many decades it takes. It's going to be a version of it out there because you have a reference. And Bernie Mac said, you're not going to work a lot. I tell you what, I would have backed that bus up. I would have threw all their luggage in it, and I would have drove. Mm-hmm. And right you notice he front. didn't crack a smile the he entire wrote. time he, he was he talking about that. I watched it twice, and the he look wrote. of sobriety on his face like, yeah, I mean that shit. Just kind of, I don't know. I mean, but the thing is, it's like this. If you've been following Cat, what, yep. since 2004, 2003, somewhere around in there? Yeah, going back. Every, everything that he said was freaking Ain't a lie. accurate. Ain't a lie. Accurate. Not a lie. And, and not only was it accurate coming from him, other comedians have said it. Bernie Mac's own daughter got on, got on Instagram and said it. Right, mm-hmm. other comedians have said it. Other than Cat, when Cat wasn't talking, like there have been rumors about Steve Harvey going after Ocean's Eleven behind yep. Bernie Mac's back since Ocean's Eleven that. came out. Right, 
kings of comedy. It wasn't all glitz and glamour and fun times. You know, they shot that in Charlotte. We know. Oh yeah, we know I was what, there on the table. Yeah, we yeah. know what they, we know what they had to do to get that show off the ground. So Gary yeah, Owen, Dion Cole, yeah. Right. If I'm in the same position and I'm self-made, meaning that I am beholden to no one and they still coming after me, of course. Because the one thing that now that 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 it's almost like the truth is protection. They yeah. can be mad all they want to, but the truth is out. So if anything ever happened to Cat, you know, it is what it is. We know who did it. So to be clear, you're with Corey. You would have yeah. uh, 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 with the bus. Yeah, right down MLK. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. I know exactly where I would have parked it too when I finished. <laughs> hey, look, right there beside Burger King and Bojangles, whichever one you want to go to down MLK. <laughs> I, 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 I would have right, right at churches. Right at churches kicking. Not What's churches. your name, Steve Rocker? So the whole stealing jokes thing been going on for shit forever since since you know the like first joke was told and homeboy sitting over there in the damn corner eating eating yeah so 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 that happens that that's been happening happening forever if he feels and if he feels like he's at a level where none of this is going to hurt him it's, it ain't gonna hurt his career. It ain't gonna hurt his money. It ain't gonna hurt hurt nothing. Roll over it, bag it up, put a dump truck on him, do whatever you want to, cause it's not gonna hurt. Him. If it's gonna hurt him, or if I done did the like research, and I said, you know what, this may hurt me if I do this. I'm just right now. Mm-hmm. But he came in there with the intention, and just like Shannon Sharp said, you came in here ready for this shit today. Yeah, he, he was chose ready. violence. Yeah, he showed violence today. He came in there with the gloves on, with glass, like glass charts in the gloves. He was not trying to he be was ready to go. He was going he, to tell Somebody all. said, Mo Larry the Cheese. He went oh, yeah. bananas. Look, every, see, what thing is, is look, here's the psychology behind his genius with this. Every show now will be a must see. Oh, yeah. Everywhere he stops now, you got to go to hear the follow up or the rehash or the different version of. Now, I, clock, he locked in. Yo, he, he gonna spend half a million on security, though. I do have to say something, though, okay? Because that last special that he did, that World War Three stuff, mm-hmm. what he did on that show was funnier than that damn whole damn thing. So he got to come correct. That World War Three jump could have been buried. But you know what? Than that. Yeah. So he's yeah, gonna do you know, correct on that. Right. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, like he said, um, you know, he he does his material at home. Right, so he don't know. He you know he don't test it on the audience, so he don't know if it's gonna yeah. work or not. But I will say this: it's a real chess move to mm-hmm. announce your tour the day after that interview, and it is checkmate mm-hmm. to have the ex-wife of one of your competitors open the show. That right there, that right, oh that, my God. that right there right. is a judo checkmate right. move. Is she a comedian? Yes. I didn't yeah. know that. You know what chop, chop, chop. That, you know what that's you like? That's like, chop, that's chop, like chop. Dave Chappelle pretending to be Prince and then Prince turning around and putting Dave Chappelle on the cover of his album dressed as him. That's and there like, wasn't nothing he could do about it. That's like Chris Rock bringing Jada on in his opening act. <laughs> Wow. Damn. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this, 
Hey, hey, look, hey, look, they're calling it the G.I. Jane tour. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Somewhere in Bizarro World, that's happening. DC fans feel me on that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Bizarro Jada and Bizarro. Lord have mercy. Yeah. I ain't gonna be able to Bizarro, concentrate in uh, class tomorrow. Bizarro. I'll be laughing about this all week. I'm okay, on. first of all, can we outline all the people that have responded to this? First of all, you've got um, Ludacris came out mm-hmm. of the entire song. Right, wrote a whole like diss track for it. We ain't heard a Luda song in I don't know how long. Then you've got um and I could not get that Phase on Love lie out of my head. It oh, plays boy. rent-free in my head. Phase on Love has been putting very unfunny responses on Twitter. Big word. Uh, you got um, uh, comedian uh, Godfrey. Comedian oh, he Godfrey. did a good Steve Harvey. <laughs> that Steve Harvey impression. I have listened yeah, to yeah. it no less than eight. Um, I know exactly what y'all talking about. They ain't nobody, man. Listen, I talk every day. On the, I got nineteen jobs. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I got to go get a hoodie award. I got to be like this. Hey, Don't tell hey. me what what I'm gonna do. A pimp named Corey Matt. <laughs> Let me just say <laughs> that if you can't concentrate in class, this is your fault. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come back to me. It's it no always fault. does. It always it but you know what though? Out of all of the responses, you had Gary on, you had Kevin Hart, you had Ludacris, you had, you even had people getting mad that you, yeah. had, you had Mike Epps getting mad that that he, he didn't, didn't get his name. Day Day was mad. Day Day was mad. Day Day was mad. Come on, man! I got a special coming out. You gave me right, press. Right. You couldn't out of all of the res- about me. Out of all the responses, there was one thing that was missing. That bleep was lying. Yep, nobody denied anything. They had responses, but nobody could say he was wrong. Ricky Smiley crying in the break room. You know, they couldn't nobody say nothing. He had the classiest response. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Well, his response was. Ricky Smiley's response was like he said, Lena Classy, you know, and, and hey, you know, I, you know, I did this, but his response initially <laughs> right. was, I want to play Money Mike. No, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm covering it for a second, but I'm going to yank the covers back off. So <laughs> what happened, uh, he said he played the role of Money Mike. He, he auditioned for a role of Money Mike mm-hmm. and said he had all it wrapped up and he was going to do it in four days and had it all wrapped up. Cat Williams said, look, I was audition number 201. That means 200 other comedians, and I wrote all of the material for Money Mike. Yep. So then, when that came about, and he blasted him over that, he goes back on his own radio show, and he, he takes the highest of high roads. He got nothing but love for you, nothing but comedians, all that stuff. But then the clip is like, right before he goes on air, or, or he just backs in the bag, he's crying. And I don't know what it's from. You know, they say it's from the pressure, all this, you know, dealing oh. with this unnecessary pressure, but pressure fake pipes. If you tell the truth, well, here's I don't my know. thing. Here's my rhetorical question, and, and feel free to answer this question at your leisure. Mm-hmm. I take us back to the campus of Winston-Salem State University, fall of 1990. Oh. Oh. You're in Kennedy Dining Hall, and you see an AKA get the absolute heck slapped out of her. Oh, my God. How classy of a response is she going to give after she got slapped in front of everybody? My point being, 
it ain't a whole lot of classy about when you get slapped in front of a bunch of people. If and what Cat Williams did, and what Cat Williams did, he slapped the entire, just about the entire com- comedian community, right? No, 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 no. I Don't do that. Like that. Don't do no, no, that. No, 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 no. When would he? When would he crush Wanda Smith? No, 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 no. That was that was a work of art. That right there. I eviscerated them. Let me make sure that you understand me clearly. I eviscerated them. I have to say That's my new word, eviscerated. About the AKA situation, because if I were in that situation, what you just described, even though it's hypothetical, I don't know. I feel like I would call a police officer and be like, "Book him, damn him." I'm but my saying. point, my, why did you have to say book him? I see what you did there. But see, at the end of the day, my point <laughs> being is it doesn't really matter how classy of a response. You know, both of y'all can go to hell. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> I saw you get no pimp named Corey Mack. I saw you I'm giggle, man. And talking. you weren't even in O'Kelly. Well, maybe you were. Something happened still. in the library, right? Something happened in the library, right? Yeah. I, 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 that was 30 years ago. <laughs> Don't be little, right? I'm innocent until proven innocent. I don't know, Corey. <laughs> Ooh, I wish I could cuss y'all out. He's gonna tell all our secrets. I mean, why but, not? You sing, you sing the song all the way to church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad you had your ass. Falling out of bicket. Corey Mack. Nathan David the whole time. Trying to keep right. somebody else's ass. <laughs> Two times jumping on ass. <laughs> In the study room. <laughs> Never mind. I'm done. Welcome. Oh, no, God. No, 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 no. Look, y'all almost got me slipping. Nope. <laughs> I'm back to myself now. Okay, that's my life work now. I'm going to catch you slipping because I'm going oh, to be an op now. I'm going to but at the end, but once again, though, at the end of the day, it's a brilliant move. Willie D from the Ghetto Boys is now interviewing. I think that interview comes on tonight. It comes on tonight, and he's doing the same thing. His cat said he got some more to say, you know. Wow. And at the end of the day, this is going to be his year because think about it. He has he's he's had to add dates to his tour. Yep. Because his That's tour is selling out so fast. That's that yeah, good, though. No, I know. But it don't matter if it's good or not, because guess what? Once he got that ticket money. Yes, yes. Yeah. And look, yeah. Once, look, look. If he don't say what he say in front of a, a, a worldwide audience, he's going to say it in them shows. Let me ask this question. But remember the championship of comedy. I'm sorry, real quick. That championship of comedy in Cleveland buried that man. Buried him. He threw wow. his own coat out into him. Buried. Oh, so my my question is: Is it going to be just like the, uh, what happened after Chris Rock got slapped? Because hmm. everything that he did after that was sold out because they were waiting on uh, like him yep. to say something. So all these people that he named are they solid? Because they're like, you know what? I can say what I gotta say at my show. I can get paid yeah. for because he mentioned me in here. So they gonna want to see what I got to say. I don't think that's it. I think they're silent because he told the truth and they yep. don't know how to spin doctor it. Because even if they yeah. didn't, even if he just gave you a glimpse of what you're going to say in the show, you would address yep. it. If you're telling yep. lies about me, 
I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say something. And then right. if y'all want to hear the whole story, come to the Lena Unapologetic mm-hmm. tour where I'm going to mm-hmm. tell the whole thing. He gave yeah, them no know, out. No, you out. know, that's like, that's like me being called Bookham and I got to sit here and just go. <laughs> you plotting. I, I don't know what it. happened. I mean, I'm not even, I'm just. On the see, you know, yeah, see, I know what you're doing. You like that's like a squirt bottle of kerosene. I don't know what's doing. On that. You know exactly what you're doing, pimp named Court there, Mac. There can nope. Be no, <laughs> nope, no, nope, nope, nope. Matter of fact, matter of fact, now that I think about it, wouldn't wouldn't you sneaking in the Atkins Hall with me? I think that was you. Absolutely not. <laughs> I absolved you. Now you're lying. <laughs> now you're lying. We all got in on that on that one bedroom. I forget who bedroom that was, but we all got through that window. <laughs> y'all play spades with it. I don't know nothing about that. Chief Rock is here oh. like, I don't know nothing about this shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't go to y'all lose no Pay attention to the I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I know about Bookham, though. I know about Bookham. <laughs> Look, D-Ray. Oh, I, like oh, I wish my kids were sleeping. D-Ray, I didn't frequent that door. That's all I got to say. Yeah. 30 okay. years ago. I, I didn't was friends with Corey okay. while we were in school, and I'm here to say he was a perfect gentleman the whole time whenever I saw him with his, his lady companion. So there. Okay. See that? I didn't believe you that myself. So. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Corey. He looking at me, Dude. y'all. Team Rocker, how can I get out from under the bus? I don't know, boy. You got the crowd. You got all, you got all and everything looking at you now. You got the dude. You got the roll. What was that? What was that? What was that? What was that project near Happy Hills? She dropped you off right in the middle of Happy Hills with no ride home. You remember Happy Hills? That's funny. Okay, do we have Happy time? Hill Garden? <laughs> Do we have time to do one more, or do we need to end on cat and save that topic? <laughs> no, man, go ahead. Do what you do. Okay. First one of the year. All right. So yeah, we got that. one last one to wrap it up with. And oh. I'll be nice. I promise. Okay. Uh, purple okay. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know nothing about nothing about this. What kind of beef they got? Okay, let's look at the body language of this. <laughs> Why y'all pick that picture, though? Let's start there. All of them look like this where Oprah's looking like bitchy. Uh, there's my version of it. <laughs> that's that's perfect. Run me my money, bitch. <laughs> look, look at the stink eye on that face. Look at the stink eye. She looks Oprah like moved after that. You know, she moved down after that, right? She moved out to the end after that picture, right? There. She sure did. And then she was sitting next she to the like, yep. hugging black. all on everybody. But when she came to speak, so what's the beef with the color purple? So, I so I can, I can, I can fill in what the beef actually is. Is that Taraji has gone on numerous outlets talking about the unprofessional treatment, mm-hmm. the lack of pay, the lack oh, of yeah. facilities, the lack of what you would think would be kind of understood on a movie set with a listers that that was not present uh for the color purple the car um, they situation did, they, they didn't have they, they had to drive it. themselves to set they didn't have didn't dressing room. Yep. right didn't and so i think this is the year of exposure and airing out your grievances because mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff would just go un unpublished yep. but people have you know you know they're talking about it now and 
Taraji has now become a champion of underpaid black actresses in in Hollywood, mm-hmm. where you know if you compare her Monique? career to like, well, I'm gonna get to that in a second. Okay. When you compare her career to like a Meryl Streep or a right. Julia Roberts or a whatever, Vanessa Hudgens, you go down the list, yeah. Right. Her her her. Her uh, credits are comparable to theirs, but she makes a third of what they make. Yeah, I right? with <laughs> Alfred I Woodard. Ask Alfred Woodard. Alf- yeah, and so at the end of the day, um, Alfred Woodard. Yeah, it, it really boils down to with Oprah. Oprah is part of the system that doesn't pay creatives, even though she is a creative. Oprah didn't make her. Yeah, Oprah didn't make her money being an actress um yeah color purple you know we need to do a whole show on color purple and why i'm against color purple but that's another for another day i I I haven't seen either one of them i've never seen first one you ain't you ain't missing much what's your card i got better use for my vocabulary i won't talk about it y'all i'd be like this what was that word are we using dummy again or we not dummy no, he using silent dummy because he said he wasn't gonna say nothing. Yeah, we talk about color quiet, purple. Dummy. I don't have to waste my vocabulary on that. Don't. What about you, Chief Rocker? Um, yeah, you, you know, movie. I haven't seen it, but I do know that it's been uh been for a while now, where you know, female actors, especially the African American actors, don't get paid close to what mm-hmm. their they're like counterparts and everything makes so I so I did hear hear her talk about that which is uh something that has been been brought up but I guess she's making it more I mean she's making more noise about it which hey the squeaky wheel gets the grease squeak all you can squeak all you mm-hmm. want because because you know I me mean, for the same thing that that um, who was that? Terrence Howard got, mm-hmm. or Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. got. Even though Robert Downey Jr. was the star, but the money was so. <laughs> I, I understand why he was. Look, 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 look. Yeah, look for what he's talking about with Iron Man, the the original Marvel mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. got paid. I want to say it was twelve million. Yeah, somewhere around that. 12 million somewhere around in there uh your boy got five hundred thousand. wow that is major and at monetary that time, disparity i will say robert, that robert downey jr wasn't even acting still i mean he had just right. gotten gotten over the back whole in, yeah. rehab back into the game. Thing. yeah yeah and, just got um, back in him your boy been acting Good in point. all kind of movies and everything he got five hundred thousand dollars for that role Terrence Howard had been consistently yep. in the game, whereas Robert yeah. Downey Jr., those of us who remember him when he went through that whole drug issue and nobody wanted to touch him in the 80s like, after yeah. with Ellie McBeal. Yeah, he was um, gone for like a yeah. But let me yeah. say this. Okay, so I'm going to play Devin. I'm sorry, go ahead. I like Taraji. Let me say this. However, I feel like there are a couple of things about what she did that's very much giving I want no green M&Ms in my writer contract. Mm. If I can be honest, I'm getting a little mm. bit of, I want no green M&Ms in my writer contract energy. 
this is my that my issue collectively with African Americans who've been coming for Oprah. It's not just her. That mm -hmm. movie was produced by Steven Spielberg, Tyler Perry, and a whole lot of other people. Now, Oprah's name is the one that we associate the heaviest with it, but it's not fair to come after her when there's so many people that are responsible for why Taraji wasn't getting the money that she was getting. And this whole argument was said before by Monique, but for reasons I'm not sure whether it's because Taraji's a more attractive actress, because she's slimmer, um, because she's more well-liked. I would even argue that Monique's way of going about it was chaotic, whereas Taraji's evoked more compassion and sympathy from us. Mm -hmm. Monique just seemed like fuck everybody. She was just kind of coming for everyone. But at the end of the day, both actresses have valid issues. They're not getting paid enough. But it is hard for most of us to relate to it because we see the glitz, the glam, and they live better than what 80, 90% of the population, you know, when we think about the world, the world. Well, let me, my, yeah. my, my issue at hand is not that these <clears throat> actors aren't getting paid what their white counterparts are getting paid. My issue is why must we always come after the Tyler Perry's, the Oprah Winfrey's? Um, it's always so these, the Beyonce, we throw them under the bus. Now, mind you, when it's time to say, hey, forget the Oscars, we need to get our own black award show. Forget BET, we'll create our own again. Then y'all want these same billionaires to turn around and make it happen. You can't have it both ways. Okay, so let me push back on that because, of course, no surprise to you that I disagree with that assumption because that's what you do. And that's what I do. At the end of the day, what it really boils down to is this <clears throat> there has been a complaint for years and years and years about why African Americans don't create their own distribution networks, they don't create their own studios, their own, mm -hmm. you know, sound stages, whatever the case may be, there has always been this complaint. Now, when we're starting to get that, really, you would expect that our A-list actors, our A-list African American actors and actresses would be treated the way that we have been demanding Hollywood to treat us. But what winds up happening is they get treated the exact same way mm -hmm. with with the African-American intelligentsia that they get treated in Hollywood. And that's yep. where that disconnect comes from. Because, mm -hmm. you know, and the only one that I can say kind of stays out of the, out of the, the bullets would be Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry has a history of paying his actors well and he has a history of paying them well over what their market value is I mean he gave Cicely Tyson like five million dollars for like maybe a minute role in one of his movies <clears throat> but so, we don't hear that. We're always talking about how bad but, the wigs are. Can but, we but also here's, read but, what but, Baby Jammer said? Because I like that. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but, but, but let me just say this real, real quick. The thing is, and it's just like, okay, let me, I am going to read this because what I'm about to say is related to this question. Didn't she sign a contract knowing how much she was going to get paid? Yes, but here's the problem with that. You sign a contract. You, let's say I'm getting paid $12 million. Taraji did the math. Um, that $12 million at the end of the day is about three when it gets to my hands, right? Mm -hmm. And with the cost of living in California, that's almost being on food stamps in California with $3 million. That's number one. But number two, at the end of the day, 
the biggest thing with Oprah is Oprah likes it, it's almost like Oprah wants to set herself apart from African American the African American community and it's almost like she's saying I'm one of them I'm not one of you that's the complaint that. no wait a minute that's the complaint because at the end of the day it wasn't Tyler Perry that Taraja went and complained to it was Oprah because the original Color Purple yes it was produced by Steven Spielberg um, yes Quincy Jones has some stuff to do with that as well mm-hmm. the second one this musical that's Oprah that's her company. That's her. There are that, no, no, no. This, this, this company, this distribution, this production it's is open. It's Harpo, and at the end of the day, <clears throat> she is the HNIC, and there was an expectation that there should have been at least comparable. I mean, when have you ever thought about? Think about this. Think about your favorite movie. Think about your favorite Marvel movie because we've all watched Marvel movies. Imagine. The directors of the Avengers telling everybody that started that movie that you're going to, have to drive yourself to set. You don't get a trailer. I was thinking how you got to come. You got to come dressed. You get what I'm saying? You got to come. You, you know. You, you imagine? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the kind of vitriol that those actors would give to the studio just for the basic need of doing your job? Yet somehow black content creators and black actors and actresses are asked to do more with less and that's a problem it's a problem when it's coming from hollywood but it's a real problem when it's coming from somebody like oprah now yeah okay now now now, i am going going to you know put this in some terms that i bet you we all know okay we all sit here, yeah. we have all heard the like stories about how cutthroat the music industry is, how cutthroat record labels are, blah, blah, so, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But every black record label that is started, you would think they would be different from the other record labels. They are no different. They understand we are in this for one thing and one thing only, and that is to make money. And you make money by giving out less than what you're going to make that is the only thing it don't matter the skin it don't matter the whatever the only color that matters in entertainment is green if we sit here and if we want to think that hey it's because we are a, a certain color and we should be doing no they're going to is the only thing that matters is green record label's must- been doing this forever they will go and sign with a with a black record label and get the exact same thing if not worse hey man you know we're gonna give you uh this advance of so and so so and so and yo we're gonna make sure that we make it up in the back end and then you got print on that contract that is microscopic saying that no bro you ain't getting nothing to like your third fourth fifth album so that means that you gotta be on the road for four five six seven eight years just to get a fraction of the money that like you done sold and mm-hmm. that's just the way though the entertainment industry is period it don't matter what color as long as it's green mm-hmm. but let me piggyback on that your point to your point chief rocker i know we gotta land the plane why then would she do this seemingly ill-timed i would wager um intentionally timed 
um, blame tour about how she wasn't paid right before the movie comes out. I mean, because that's my issue with it. This couldn't have waited until afterwards. No, no, no. Give me that look, but no, I'm- because at the end of the day, and Corey, Corey I'm Avatar. sorry, a pimp named Corey Mack. I know you got something to say it after that, but you got to say the whole thing. But the thing is, there is no bad publicity. There is only publicity. And at the end of the day, she got people talking about a movie that's been out 25 years ago that's already controversial, that's already, you know, it polarizes our community. And, and, you know, you got people that love it, people that hate it. And for about a good four or five days, her face, which is attached to this movie, was on every newscast talking about mm-hmm. whatever it was that she was talking about. And that's and all so, they talked about. We did not so, talk about the star, which was Fantasia. No, nobody cares about that. And they, no, and, <laughs> and, and that's another thing. Selfishness to that, if you think about it. No, 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 because at the end of the day. with Taraji. Okay, all right. No, no, at the, I, and I feel you. And, and, you know, I'm not discounting what you're saying. Um, I'm just, you know, offering a different perspective. There was even controversy with Fantasia. Like, for those of you that don't know, I am from High Point, North Carolina. There was uh, controversy because there was the premiere that, that took place in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's and some news, out, some news outlet said that Charlotte, North Carolina was Fantasia's hometown and people in High Point lost their minds. Well, she has a house here. She lives here. Right. They lost their minds. Why did you? Why was she embarrassed to say that? That high point. She didn't say that, wow. right? And so that's, that's my thing right. when it comes down to this publicity. They talked about the color purple for five days, and if you look at the ticket sales, the ticket sales they made the most money on a Christmas Day release since mm-hmm. what 2019 or so, three or four years. That they made the most money, but then the ticket sales dropped off right after that when they stopped talking. But anyway, I'm done. Image stability. That's all it was. I said at the beginning, Fantasia wasn't talked about because she had image stability. The whole thing with this is that if you have enough people that just mention it, you peak curiosity, you peak intrigue, and then you peak ticket sales. So all of this, these visits in front of a, of a TV or a camera or, you know, in front of an internet screen, whatever, they say, well, Taraji must have been done really bad. But I heard she did an okay job. Let me go see for my stuff. And that's all. That's it. And look, and, and look I, at the cast. Right. I, and let me yeah. piggyback. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback on that. And look at the cast. Who was the Academy Award winner on that cast? Exactly. Taraji. Gotcha. Which oh, means she had her weight. Yeah. Academy Award winner. Yeah, she more won the Academy weight. Award for Benjamin Buttons. No, she didn't. She was nominated. No, she won. No, nope. she won. Want to make a bet? She's nominated. I'm not gonna bet, but she won something. Oh. And at the end of the day, what that means is by her doing that, the next role that she gets, if she gets another one, I'm pretty sure she will. Though. It's gonna be real hard to underpay her now. Because she, she done made that publication, didn't she? Did she I thought she was something. Um, she was nominated for Benjamin Buttons, and she performed. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Three Six Mafia. They won an Oscar for Hustle oh, and for, Flow, and right, she right, performed right. the song during the Academy Award um, presentation. 
Okay. The um uh it's hard out here for a pimp song. Yeah. But mm -hmm. they won the Academy Award, not her. But you yeah. know, it, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. at this point. But I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I love Taraji and I love Cat. And maybe I'm playing it too safe here. Some would say I am, but I would not. I feel the same way I did about Monique. I, I just feel like you torpedoed your career to some degree. History will tell. We will see. The difference between Monique, and I know we're running out of time or whatever, but the difference in my opinion between Monique and Taraji. Monique, who did win a major award. Has but she an won, actual Oscar. Yeah, she has an actual Oscar. Yeah. She, mm -hmm. but, she, but that's the only role that she's basically basing everything off of, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only role that she's basing it off of. I don't of. like the way and she went a, about what she did. And I and thought it was side. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And, it's, and it's one of them movies that None of us are gonna get off of this podcast tonight and watch Precious. I will never see that movie again. Exactly. None of us is gonna watch that again. That is right. So that is the the problem that most people have with Miss Monique, and not just necessarily the messenger, but how the message was being delivered. It's the delivery. Yeah. Put it on a trash can lid. Dummy. Not. Dummy. <laughs> Introducing the Dummy. Kenneth Fly remix. <laughs> Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> Dummy. Dummy. Name for a match. Get paid ass. Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that okay. note, on that Side note, your mouth, man. Dummy. any last parting words before we land the plane? <laughs> Listen, y'all, I got to tell you something. If we're going to come out the gate like this, you might as well pencil me in every week. <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy. This is all right. Refreshing. We love having you here. A pimp named Thank Corey you. Matt. I appreciate it. And I wait to play um, your music next week. Um, I, I appreciate I'm excited to hear about that track. So yeah. thank you all for tuning in to Lean Unapologetic. Um, have a wonderful week ahead. We'll be breaking down more stuff next week. Stay tuned. Expect the unexpected. And good night. Peace. Peace.